How many of you are familiar with the idiom that the, today's title comes from? And, and into the fire. From the frying pan, from the frying pan into the fire. Generally, we think about that as meaning that a situation's going from bad to worse. But I think about it a little differently, or at least I have lately. Um, I know that's it's common usage, but uh, thinking about what's going on in a lot of uh, congregations around town today, with our with the Christian churches around town, today begins Holy Week. This is what is called Palm Sunday, and it's and it marks um, an entrance of Jesus into Jerusalem, being celebrated um, and greeted by crowds, and coming in on a lowly donkey. And um, what happens during the course of the next week is the entire cycle of life is played out in the different services and in the different uh, events that they mark through special services all during the week. Uh, I, I brought some palms just in case I wanted to have an effect and lay one down someplace, but I changed my mind. Um, but but the idea of, of Holy Week and the idea of the life cycle, we move through different stages of that in our, in our church year here, and not often do we do the whole cycle in a sequence that's visible in, in a small enough period that we can think about all the things we're moving through. Well, when I think about from the frying pan into the fire, what I think about is if we're sitting in a frying pan, we're either stewing or we're getting scorched around the edges or we're being stewed, or our, gook, our goose is being cooked. You know, I think of all of those kinds of metaphors about sitting in a frying pan, and there's no way that from a frying pan you, uh, you can hope for more life when it's over with. When I think about into the fire... I think about a lot of different kinds of fires, and I think in our lives we, we respond to actually confusing the things in our lives that represent fire. I mean, people get burned, and then that becomes our analogy for what the fire is like. But fire is also purifying, isn't it? I mean, that's what they use to purify metals. That's what, uh, I remember as a kid growing up in uh, Shreveport, there was one neighborhood, and this certainly wouldn't happen anymore. I'm sure it's illegal now. But there was one yard in the neighborhood that not every year, but with some regularity, they burned their yard so that the grass would grow better and to help control weeds and do a whole bunch of other stuff. There weren't as many chemicals that were popular at the time, and it was, an, it was a very effective way to keep their yard healthy. Now, that seemed pretty strange to me. Um, 
but apparently it was true. There are all kinds of reasons that we might prefer to stay in our little frying pans. We can sit there with our, our comfortable uh, you know, thoughts and habits and, and stew all we want and spew our splatters of hot, useless grease everywhere as we complain about things or as we talk about what somebody else needs to do or what somebody else is doing wrong or what we don't like about somebody else. And we can feel um, very confident and sure of ourselves and maybe even better than. But the truth of the matter is, if we're not willing to somehow move through the things that transform us, we don't grow. We don't change. We can't get better. By the time, this time next week, the Christian churches will have seen the life of Jesus go through feasting with 12 of the people that were closest to him in the world. Then the burden of knowing What's about to happen? He can just see it coming. Then being betrayed by friends and being denied by friends and being beaten and bruised and injured and tormented and embarrassed or humiliated and put to death. All before next Sunday. And all of it moving in that tradition towards something positive. We don't like to think about those parts. We don't like to think about how much we uh, will resist the discomfort of change. Well, a number of you are gardeners, right? Um, tending plants, caring for things. It's, it's a normal part of the life cycle in a garden to see things die and, and relinquish what they have been that something might grow new. We see the transformation in, in these trees every year. All of a sudden, they're green again. There are some of them that don't let go of their leaves until the new green pushes them off. Have you noticed that? They hold on to the dead just as long as they can. What is that about? Um... Stories abound of new life rising out of the ashes, phoenix, you know. Uh, yet we would rather stay someplace that seems a little bit safer than open ourselves to the vulnerability of the things that can actually transform us. And vulnerability is the key. 
We all have justification and stories about our lives that have caused us to build whatever fortresses we live inside of. Our wounds we have wrapped with ample bandage, sometimes to the point where the wounds can't breathe and heal. But the only way any of that has life and air and value is through transformation, and transformation doesn't come without loss. We have to give up something to become something else. From the frying pan in the fire into the fire for me is is a courageous act of hope Susan's story was about for my sake the world was created and I I phrase it another way because I wrote a song to it <laughs> But it's very much the same, it's, uh, and it's either too high or too low for me, so I figure it's the closest to your key. I'll try the low one first. For my sake the world was created, from dust we are made, and to dust we return. Can y'all sing that? Not if you sing it up an octave. (laughs) For my sake the world was created From dust we are made And to dust we return There's something in the expansive view and the microscopic view that teaches us that it's okay to let go of things we want to hold on to. There's something in the life cycle that shows us that this feeds constantly. This loop happens all the time, and we can hold on to the dead leaves as long as we want. Or we can just acknowledge that it happens and move from the frying pan into the fire. I don't know that we always get to choose the fire. I don't think that we actually do. But the willingness and the vulnerability, the willingness to open ourselves to the possibility of change, the willingness can be the catalyst. Because in the willingness is something that doesn't change. Now, I'm really uh, trying to put my money where my mouth is today because this service has made less sense to me than any I've done in a long time. It didn't want to go into a box. And what that does is leave me vulnerable. 
I'm okay with that. I, I face what could be the fire right here. I have no control over this, but I pass through it and it can change me. Um, transformation will inevitably take us through passages through some sort of dying and some sort of emptying and even if we don't get to choose what those transforming events are in our life the preparation we do of the willingness means that we can have them How much does any of it matter to us? How much do the principles that we espouse, the things that we lift up, um, justice, equity, and compassion in human relations during this season, the inherent worth and dignity of every person, acceptance of one another, not just tolerance, Are we willing to do what it takes to actually make us capable of doing that? Being contributors to that? Can we go from the frying pan into the fire? I don't know. I keep saying I want to try. I keep saying I want to learn to be more available to it. And I keep being confronted every single week with how far I have to go. You know, the teachers that talk to us about compassion and about um, mindfulness tell us not to try to tackle the biggest challenges first. You kind of work up to them. But what if that's the one you're faced with all the time? What do you do then? And my sense is, though I have not yet accomplished it, you've got to just lay yourself bare to the love not absorb and take personally what's going on, but open my heart to the love, the hurt that can be transformed through the fire of that discomfort. Now, I'm sure there are a lot of people with opinions about this stuff here but all I hope is that we'll talk about it this week what I would like for us to do is think about walking into those depths walking into those uh, walking into out the fire we can identify 
so that maybe by next Sunday we come back together and we're on the other side of something. I have a bowl in the foyer. It's, it's the water that we put together when we have our water communion every summer. It's water that people bring from wherever they've been in their travels. We add things from the national conference. We add things from the, from the regional conferences and events. We add things from our own homes. We add, and then the water is boiled. And we use it for ceremonies. After today, it will be boiled again. But what I invite you to do is, I have more slips of paper. There's a bowl, and what I said was if, if you would like to participate in the ceremony, it's optional. You can put your hands in the bowl as symbolic of entering the fire and come out symbolically transformed. They're paper towels. <laughs> Once upon a time, we did a hand washing in here, and, and I, everybody had their own terry cloth towel because I didn't want to use the paper. But uh, that gets a little extravagant, I think. Um, but think about it, please. Please. 